the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. In New York City, we have a uh, star-filled office today. Um, we're all back in the saddle. Now, I wasn't supposed to be back in the saddle, but we'll get into that later on in the show. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the legalities of this whole migrant situation. Um, first, I want to talk. make sure everybody knows Joni is not here. She's uh, at, at some sort of, I don't know, what is she doing? Something in Vermont with Shakespeare. You have any ideas, Sambolino? I have no idea. I do not keep up to date at the life of Joni. Really? I uh, do not. Shocking. I try that, to. I try that, to. That, that is shocking. And, and you were away with South Carolina or something? I, I was. I caught some uh, R&R in Myrtle Beach. Uh, bro, you got a three-year-old. There ain't a lot of R and R going along when you got a three-year-old. <laughs> That's okay, true. So. Well, you know, bounce houses, restaurants, pool time, okay, beach so time. It was fun. Here's what we're gonna do, Sam. You know, um, we're gonna da- tackle some legal issues. We're gonna do a little Times Square Tuesday with Tom. Right? Tom's with us today, Sam. Uh, yes, he is. Okay, and that's our only guest, correct? Yes, correct. Okay, I'm going to probably pull Imran in here because he's uh, he worked all weekend, and I want to talk to him a little bit about what's going on with him. Um, and before we talk about the law with the migrant issue, Sam, stay, stick with me on this, okay? Okay, I'm here. And and those of you who have my cell phone number, you could text me, you could email me, or you could call in because I just want to know if I've like lost it in terms of how things should work in the world. Our number is 877-970-2999, 877-970-2999. Now, I know most of you text me or email me or reach out to me in some other form. You're like, oh, I don't want to call in. But here's the scenario, okay? Picture a family, a hypothetical family. I don't know. Let's call them the Autumns. And the Autumn family is a husband, a wife, and a, a college-age daughter, and their son, who's in high school, he's not a driver. This is a, a car, automobile, family hierarchy question, okay? So the Autumn family, uh, they have a family vehicle. And it's a beautiful, high-end German luxury SUV, okay? You, you follow me on that, Sam Bellino? Gotcha, gotcha. So that's you. the main family car. That's where they go on trips, vacations, bar mitzvahs, whatever they got to go to. That's the car that they're driving. Now, that's also mom's car. That's the car that mom takes when she's got to go wherever she wants to go. If she wants to take a ride hypothetically to Amagansett or she wants to go to a spa or go down to Pennsylvania and visit family, 
uh, Mrs. Autumn would would use that vehicle. Now, Mr. Autumn, he has a small vintage luxury uh, Japanese vehicle, and um, that's what they use if they're going to go somewhere fancy, like a wedding or something like that, a husband and wife going that beautiful, reliable, fancy um, Japanese vehicle. Now, the daughter, she's got a mini, a mini Cooper, and she's off at college with her Mini Cooper, okay? Now, Dad needs a work vehicle, just a city work vehicle, a very inexpensive $10,000 about vehicle, okay? Now, he takes a while. He does. He identifies a vehicle that, has, that checks all the boxes that he wants, and the vehicle has all of... Uh, the accoutrements that you would want in a car, you know, from the sunroof to the radio and all, all kinds of stuff, right? It's got the pro- good mileage. It's a stick shift, and it's a it's an electric blue color. Okay, it's a it's it's not navy. It's not light blue. It's an electric blue color, and he's going to buy the car. And now, Mrs. Autumn has her own car. Daughter Autumn has her own car. Then there's the joint little family fun car, and the two, the mom and the daughter, they don't like the electric blue. So after this guy spends six months, seven months searching for a car, he finally finds the right one with everything checks off all the boxes. And because it's a color, a shade of blue that uh, his daughter and his wife don't like, Mr. Autumn cancels the deal and does not get the car. Now... Have I lost it, Sam Bellino? I want to know what people think. Start texting me. I know Chris and Adis and this one. Though I'm going to get they'll they'll text me privately. But if you want to call in eight seven seven nine seven zero two nine nine nine. Now, Mister Autumn has provided the vehicles. He purchased the family SUV. He purchased the daughter's car. He purchased his own car for his fun times out. And this is his his work vehicle. It's going to be parked on the street. He's got to zip around the five boroughs in it. And he doesn't buy the car because his wife and his daughter don't like a car that they're very, 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 very rarely going to be in. I thought about this and I heard about this and I just thought it was ridiculous. Ridiculous that you don't get the car that meets your bill because someone in your family is going to give you a hard time. But is this, I guess this is the world that we're, I don't know, that we're living in. I will tell you this, that wouldn't happen in, in the household that I grew up in. But um, I don't know. If I'm nuts, tell me I'm nuts. Tell me, well, he did the right thing. He's, accompl- he's, uh, he's accommodating his wife, Mrs. Autumn, 877-970-2999. Sam Bellino, you're here. You're a live wire. You're, in the, you're married. I mean, t- tell me what your thoughts are. It's well, okay if you tell me, no, he did the right thing. No, that was no, very no. sweet of I, him. I don't think the car deal should have been canceled, especially if Mr. Autumn is buying the other vehicles in this household. But what could have been suggested was if Mrs. Autumn and daughter Autumn didn't like the color, how about they actually chipped in because they haven't yet and changed the color of the vehicle? Well, I, you know, it's so funny, Sam Bellino. I said, bro, you, this car is so small. You could get a wrap on this car for like a thousand bucks. Right. Maybe a little more, maybe two thousand bucks. I mean, if it's so, but the car, by the way, it was a nice, it was the blue, the color blue was fine. Would I go out if I was buying a brand new car and pick that color blue? Probably not. It was like a Kansas City Royals, you know, the baseball okay. team, you know, that royal blue that they have. And look, uh, if, if it's something just to drive around the five boroughs, it's going to be dinged up, scratched yeah, up. Yeah, 100%. Doors are going to hit it. But, you know, what do I know about relationships? Uh, so here's, here's what I was asked to do over the weekend, and I did a little research on it, <clears throat> about 
the whole migrant crisis and uh, this sanctuary city uh, versus sanctuary state. Where did it start? Where did it come from? Etc. So I actually did some homework. And what the homework revealed to me was something rather, um, you know, I, I didn't I didn't know really what was going on. And I now do know what's going on. So in the 1930s, the mayor of the city of New York, who was known as Fiorello LaGuardia, uh, petitioned the government and uh, there was section one of article 17 of the New York state cost constitution. It passed an amendment at his request. This is 1938. So this is a depression era. And here's how it reads the aid care and support of the needy are public concerns. And here's the punchline and shall be provided by the state, not by the city, by the state. And by such of its subdivisions, and in such manner, and by such means as the legislature, meaning the state legislature, may from time to time determine. So this is a 1938 law. Now, the aid, care, and support of the needy. So now, you want to talk, we can have a debate today in 2023. What is the definition of the needy? Is that merely a homeless person? Is that someone who's here legally? Is that someone here's who's here illegally? Is that someone who has mental health issues? Is that someone who has medical issues? Uh, but it says the state, the state shall provide aid, care, and support for the needy, the state. So why is the state, why are these five boroughs the only portion of the state rendering aid to these migrants. So I did some research, I did some homework, and we can talk about that when we come back. And then we'll talk to Times Square Tuesday, Tom, Tom Harris, the head of the uh, Times Square Alliance. And um, then we can end the show, we can have a little bit of fun about um, what we're doing, what we did this past weekend. And of course, some of my friends sent me some texts already. Eight seven seven nine seven zero two nine nine nine. If you're in your car and you're driving, you're stuck in traffic. Pick up the phone and give us a call. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. It's a real labor of love for me to tell you every day about Relief Factor because I'm a customer. I'm a delighted customer. Relief Factor is, of course, the 100% drug-free supplement that goes to work on getting rid of the inflammation that causes pain in your back, your hips, your legs, your neck, whatever kind of pain you're suffering from. Maybe it's just pain from a nice, solid workout at the gym. Let's see if we can get you out of pain because Relief Factor is the dietary supplement that supports the body's natural functions, and it really works. You know how I know? Well, first of all, if I forget to take it, my lower back pain starts creeping back. And second of all, I know that over 70% of people who take the three-week quick start from Relief Factor, which is 1995 order it again. It does work. Let's see if we can get you out of pain. Go to relieffactor.com to take the three-week quick start. relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. 
for the one and only Relief Factor. Gregory Floyd, host of Reaching Out, gets answers to the tough questions from people in the know. A very special guest is Congressman Peter King from New York's 2nd Congressional District. 237 represents the security in the Brentwood School District. Mm-hmm. We know about MS-13. We've been hearing about them for quite some time, and I want to commend you for bringing the attention to this gang violence and also doing something about it. MS-13 yes. is particularly brutal. There's been a total of 17 murders on Long Island in 14, 15 months. This is just killing for the sake of killing. And the irony is, though, or the most tragic part of it is they target other immigrants. And I would say every person who has been killed by MS-13 is either an immigrant young person themselves or a son or daughter of immigrants. So it's their own community that they're terrorizing. It's absolutely horrific. It's Reaching Out with Gregory Floyd at a new time, Saturday afternoon at 2.30 and again at 9 p.m. on AM 970, The Answer. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, Vice Chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet. You need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best, period. (laughs) So tune in, Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. So what I'm about to tell you is the truth, and it's really sad. Um, So if you don't want to be sad, you might want to turn away for a minute. But there was a little bit of a tragedy. Well, it was a huge tragedy surrounding my family. Um, Not my immediate family, but my nephew, Nicholas. It's my sister's um, son. And he's my godson, and we're very, very, very close. So this weekend, and we were all out in Long Island, and Nicholas brought a couple of his um, classmates from his college. And in particular, he brought his roommate, the the young man who he actually shares a room with. And um, my sister met her mom when they moved in, and whatever, two weeks ago, I guess it was. And um, a fine young man, uh, very nice. I helped my wife with some stuff, with kids and all that. And he left on Saturday afternoon with two other young boys or men who were with him and um, went home. Yesterday, um, on on Labor Day, I see my sister and then I see my nephew and they're both very emotional. I'm, I'm like, what's going on? I mean, luckily I could see my parents who were right in front of me, so I knew they were okay. And uh, if you watch the news or read the newspaper or listen to the radio, there was a boating accident Sunday night where one big boat hit a small, much smaller boat, and that young man who was at my house, his mother and father, were both killed. I think one was 50 and one was 53, both younger than I. And they were experienced boaters. They live on the water in Suffolk County. This young man is now an orphan, and it rocked all of our worlds. Um, especially, I mean, my sister, who was just with this young man's uh, mom, who's now gone, um, Nicholas, who, you know, he knew um, this young kid 
since last year when they were freshmen and they decided to live together this year as sophomores. And, um, you know, you hear me talking about Connors and Sullivan and planning for the future and all that stuff. Folks, you know, you don't know what's going to happen, when it's going to happen. You know, we man plans and God laughs. And, you know, the first thing Nicholas did was he reached out to this young man and said, listen, my uncle, who, whose house you just stayed at, you know, is a lawyer. If there's anything you need, please let me know. Well, you know, if God forbid anyone around you has this type of an event, you want them and you want yourself and you want your family to have things in order. And, you know, it's just waiting. Oh, we'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it next week. It's back to school week. It's back to work week. This is the time that you should call lawyers who this is what they do. And the lawyers at Connors and Sullivan, they sit with you. I've done it for my own family. Mike Connors sits with you, kind of gets a whole landscape of what's going on in your world. And then an idea from you of what you would like to see happen when you're not here anymore. And then he puts a plan together with his, the lawyers in his firm to make as many of your priorities a reality as possible for the time when you're no longer with us. Um, so what you want to do is not wait. You want to call Connors and Sullivan today and you're going to sit with a lawyer. They have locations in four places everywhere, but the Bronx, their phone number is 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. And Mike Connors is correct when he says the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. Listen to AM 970, The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart or Odyssey.com. Well, here's another guy we lost over the weekend. Um, Jimmy Buffett. What do we know about Jimmy Buffett there, uh, Sam Bellino? So apparently he had a very rare cancer, Merkel cell carcinoma. And that's what caused uh, ultimately his death. It's a skin cancer. It's found in fewer than 3,000 people in the U.S. every year. You know, it's interesting. When I went to the dermatologist, my bald head, it was a, a female, and she basically put her hands on my shoulders. This is probably three years ago. And she said, look in my eyes, Mr. Bald Man. She's like, please, please cover your head. Please cover your head. And make sure you don't get too much exposure to the sun. And I'm I'm proud of myself because here it was this Monday, yesterday, as more guests were coming to my house as I was leaving, um, one of my guests, who's a good friend of mine, Karen, said, Artie, she's like, you better take your hat off because the, we were inside at this point because your whole face is tan and your head is white. The top of your head is white. And I said, good. That, that's how it should be because... Um, yeah, I don't want to deal with the big canker. Um, and um, before I get back to telling you about the case of Callahan v. Carey, which brought us to this whole we take care of the needy case uh, here in the city of New York, um, my uncle in Sicily, in uh, a little town called Bolognetta, uh, he uh, basically was a farmer. And he would wake up at 4.30 in the morning. He would get the, the and I saw this with my own eyes when I was about 16 years old. Um, he would get the donkey out of the garage where now a car resides, but then it was a donkey and there was some chickens, some hens in there too, that my aunt would get the fresh eggs in the morning. And he would walk, I don't know how many miles up to the mountaintop 
the mountainside, I should say, hillside, but it's pretty hilly in Bologneta, with the donkey. And, you know, he wouldn't come back until like 11, 12 o'clock. And by and then he would bring the fresh vegetables and fruit that he just got. And I guess he would sell some of it. But then others came into the house. And I remember like the zucchini and my aunt Giuseppina cutting it up. And she would serve him. And then we'd sit around the table and have the pasta. And she would serve him a plate of pasta. I'm not exaggerating. It was like. It was like half the box, you know, so I mean, the, 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 pot, the plate was just enormous. <laughs> and I was like 16. I could eat the leg of a chair at the time. And I was like, that is a big plate of pasta. And then he would have this like little rot gut wine that he would make, which was rough. I mean, it was rough. You know, wine is not supposed to have a high alcohol content. This had a high alcohol. It was just <laughs> not pleasant. Um, I drank it. I remember the specific meal and I, I conked out. I fell asleep. But my, when my uncle would finally sit down, he would take his almost black, leathery, leathery face. He would then take off his pea cap to eat. And it was white as the driven snow <laughs> because he never took that hat off when he was outside. And I mean, it was white, white, white. And his face was, was really, really, really dark brown and leather because he worked outside his whole life. So I am aspiring to be uh, like him because I want to have a nice white top of my head. Cause I don't want to meet the fate that uh, Jimmy Buffett met, but Jimmy Buffett was a, he's a, an American institution, probably an international institution. Uh, and um, he's good friends with my buddy IGG back in the day. So rest in peace, my friend. So let's talk about why New York city is in the predicament that we're in. Well, first and foremost, uh, Mayor Adams was a little over, I think, enthusiastic in welcoming everybody here that may, that President Biden said, you know, come on in, come on in. And Eric Adams said, sure, you could come to New York. Well, how did this all start? Well, I mentioned earlier in 1938, this, this law, this amendment was passed, right? And it's part of the New York State Constitution. And then in 1979, when, uh, you know, somewhat before that is when Freud told New York drop dead and he didn't really say that, but that was the headline of the paper that went viral. Um, the, the word viral didn't exist when that came out. Um, the homeless problem in New York was really getting very bad. So in 1979, a class action suit was brought um, I, on behalf of the um, Legal Aid Society. Oh, I should say by the Legal Aid Society on behalf of the Homeless Coalition. And that the, the case, they had a type of a trial in front of a, um, a state Supreme Court judge here in New York. And what happened was the uh, basically looked like we were the whole state was going to have to abide by a article of the Constitution of the state of New York. It really wasn't that hard to figure out. It was just legal aid was just pushing it to make it happen. At the time, the mayor of the city of New York was Ed Koch, and Ed Koch uh, signed a, a decree, basically a consent decree, basically saying, um, okay, the, um, we will adhere to Article 17. We will take care of those who need to be taken care of. Um, the judge who ruled was Andrew, Andrew Tyler, and he ruled, and just so you know who the plaintiffs were, they were a bunch of guys from the Bowery. <laughs> Bowery derelicts. 
Um, and this is what he wrote. The Bowery derelicts are entitled to board and lodging um, and that the city had not made adequate provision for housing. All of the destitute and homeless alcoholics, addicts, mentally impaired derelicts um, and others during the winter months, they didn't take care of them. So uh, the judge issued a temporary injunction directing the city to provide emergency beds. Um, so what happens is the Koch says, okay, we'll do it. And just signs this decree, which kind of puts sets the case aside. Like he kind of agrees to do this. And now there doesn't need to be any enforcement of it. And um, that the city's been doing it ever since. Let me be very clear. According to the law, and this was just verified to me just now reading Crane's magazine, Governor Hochul has the ability, whether probably just with a, an executive order, to say, Steve Ballone in, in Suffolk County, um, who's a Democrat, Bruce Blakeman in uh, Nassau County, who's a Republican, and then you could, they could go through all 62 counties. I mean, we already take care of them in the five boroughs and say, you swore to uphold the Constitution of the United States of America and the Constitution of the state of New York. And under Article 17 uh, of the uh, of Section one of the of the United of the New York State Constitution, it says the aid, care and support of the needy are public concerns and shall be provided by the state and by such of its subdivisions. Well, you know what the subdivisions of the state are? The 62 counties. In such manner and by such means as the legislature may from time to time determine. So either the legislature's got the power of enforcing what's uh, what what is in, in the state the New York State Constitution, or the governor's got the power by writing out, like by directing an executive order saying, no, 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 we all this is a state problem. This isn't a city problem. According to the Constitution, this is a state problem, not a city problem. And, you know, you could look at it and say, look, we'll look at the population of each county, of what population they are in relation to the whole, the entire state. And that's the percentage of migrants that you have to take in. And trust me, there are plenty of people in Suffolk County who would love to have some of these guys out there working. There are plenty of people upstate New York who would love to have some of these families up there who could start working and bringing in income and bringing in some life. But instead, Governor Hoko is refusing to do that. So, yes, Eric Adams may have bit off more than he could chew here. I think that's a fair statement. I think probably he would admit that. And But Governor Hochul has the power to spread out this pain amongst all of us. I still want to know if Mr. Autumn did the right thing by not buying the car and listening to his wife and daughter. 877-970-2999. Don't go away. We'll be back with Times Square Tom. Tonight on Radio Night Live, we will delve into all the latest travel news with Travel Tuesday. Now brought to you by the NYInternationalTravelShow.com. Join Linda Perillo and Kevin McCullough tonight at 7. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off and to wear a helmet when she rides her bicycle. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Sponsored by the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. 
This is Dennis Prager. Visit the Holy Land with me, Mike Gallagher, and Inspiration Cruises and Tours. No other trip will be like the Stand with Israel Tour. Call 855-565-5519 or visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. It took a panicked run on a major bank to lead to the second biggest bank failure in U.S. history. And Moody's just downgraded the entire U.S. banking system from stable to negative. Just a reminder why many people diversify their portfolios with something tangible, something that doesn't need bailing out, something that can't vanish into thin air. Learn the truth in Swiss America's shocking report, The Secret War on Cash. This all-out war against cash is a war against the Constitution, against all freedom-loving Americans. You must read The Secret War on Cash. Get your free copy by calling or texting 800-630-1495. That's 800-630-1495. This all-out war on cash, digital forms of currency, too, is growing daily. So please get and read The Secret War on Cash, free to Salem listeners by calling or texting now at 800-630-1495. Make sure you mention Salem when you call or text 800-630-1495. Hi, this is Judge Kamins, a partner at Idala Bertuna and Kamins, and where Arthur Idala of the Arthur Idala Power Hour works at his 24-7 day job. In 2014, I retired from the bench to join ABK, which is a full-service, preeminent boutique firm that has been helping New Yorkers when legal problems arise. ABK is uniquely qualified to assist New Yorkers who have a wide range of legal problems, from personal injury claims and civil litigation to criminal defense and trusts and estates. I personally work on appellate matters, attorney disciplinary matters, and complex legal issues with a dedicated group of attorneys who provide a team approach to each case. There is no legal problem too big or small for this talented and hardworking legal team. So when you think of the Idala Power Hour, also keep in mind ABK, the power legal firm. Let's talk about nursing and how to become a nurse right here in New York City, right here in Queens. You know, I've been talking about the court reporting program at Plaza College for some time now. Well, Plaza College has been around since 1916, and not only do they have their school of court reporting that I talk about all the time, but they have four other schools of study as well, including their new school of nursing. And, you know, we have... 18 nurses now in the city of New York that just graduated thanks to Plaza College and the education that they got there. It is a wonderful program that can be completed in just 16, 16 months. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. I told you I've been there myself. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It is a, an incredible learning experience. For additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, email info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college, C-O-L-L-E-G-E, dot E-D-U. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. There's no business like show business, like no business I know. Everything about it is appealing. Go, Sambo, go. Everything <laughs> the traffic will allow. 
you get that happy feeling when we when are stealing. stealing that extra bar, oh, there we go. No people like show people. Tell them who's singing, Sambolino. That would be the sultry voice of Ethel Merman now, from Annie they, Get Your Gun. They stopped her from singing. Did they stop us from singing God Bless America or something? On, I think they did. That would be a great question to ask one of your I mean, guest hosts, Joe Sibilia. He would probably know all about that. It's crazy. It's let's. I don't want to go down that. They go on that tangent. Um, but there is no business like show business and. You know, when I visited a friend of mine uh, in Boston, uh, who's a great guy, he's a great lawyer, and it was interesting of all the things about New York, because we were doing a little compare and contrast. I had no idea Boston was so small. It's not even 800,000 people. So I was there, and I'm walking around with my buddy Chris, and he's talking about how clean it is and how neat it is, and it feels so safe, and there's very there's few, much fewer homeless. And then I look up. Uh, population, I think it said seven hundred and forty thousand, as opposed to eight million and change. Um, but what my friend who lives in Boston said that he's really jealous of, obviously it's not the sports teams, um, since they do so well up there. It's Broadway, <clears throat> and you know how lucky we are to have the depth of theater the way we do here. Right, you know, literally a stone's throw from where I am seated right now. So let's get a State of the Union of Broadway and Times Square from our dear friend, Tom Harris. How are you, sir? Pretty good. How are you? Thanks for having me. And just to to go back before, there's no way Mr. Rodham should buy that car. It's not worth the aggravation. There are plenty of cars. It's just easy to get a new car. Find a new car. Uh, well, I, I I get it, and and I am getting that seems to be the uh, that, that seems that seems to be the consensus from what I'm getting here privately from my crew, but um, I don't I don't know Tom I don't know. we we lost everything these um, us men if, you know you go back and watch watch this series Mad Men which takes place basically in the, in the very very end of the 50s and all through the 60s and then the very beginning of the 70s. I know we had a little more clout. It's all it all went out the window, Tom. Now you can take the fifth. I don't want you to get in trouble with anyone who's no, listening. No, I'm not going to take the fifth. I'm going to say that you haven't lost everything until you've lost another forty percent of your your salary to alimony or to child support. <laughs> That's good, Tom. I didn't see that coming. Very, you very, lost very. Good. Everything yet. Tell me, uh, tell me, uh, you know, and those of you who don't know, besides Tom Harris being the president of the Times Square Alliance, he's also a former uh, inspector at the NYPD. So he brings to us, uh, to the airwaves, his expertise in, in helping make Times Square the best it can be and in fighting crime at the same time. So did we have a good Labor Day weekend and the week leading up to it? We had a good Labor Day uh, weekend in, in Times Square in New York City. I think... Uh, Mayor Adams and and the fine men and women of the police department did a great job in Brooklyn and in in Manhattan. And uh, Times Square Tuesday had its magic. I think the last two weeks we were over 400,000 people, and they're all having a fantastic time in Times Square. And you're right about Broadway. Broadway feeds our humanity, and it's what makes New York City different from almost any other place you could go someplace else for beaches amusement parks uh big buildings but broadway is unique and special 
and uh, we need to nurture it. And um, we have a big, big concert this weekend to celebrate Broadway. Oh, talk to us. Well, first of all, I, I saw something about Danny DeVito's got a Broadway show coming up, right? I think he has something coming up. I'm not sure. I think it's, is it Cottage? I'm, I'm not sure. I shouldn't. It, uh, it's starting. No, it's starting that. in previews. I, I, I saw it over the weekend when I was reading. Um, it's starting in previews, I think, in October. But, you know, he's a draw. Just, I mean, he's a brilliant <laughs> actor. And uh, so I'm sure that'll be great. But tell me about this concert coming up. So anything Danny DeVito's involved with is going to be a crowd pleaser. So um, this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is our third annual Curtain Up performance. Uh, come and meet those dancing feet on Broadway between 45th and 48th Street. We have a three-day free outdoor event where you can come. All Broadway fans or future Broadway fans can dance, sing, and enjoy themselves. Um, it's a partnership with the Broadway League. Playbill and the Times Square Alliance. It starts off Friday at 2 o'clock. We're going to have sing-alongs, a block party with DJs, a Sondheim sing-along, a celebration to Cheetah Rivera. Saturday, there are events all throughout the day. And on Sunday, we have a finale performance, which will be broadcast on WABC and feature, uh, the I think, 20 of the show's this year on Broadway. So it's going to be an amazing weekend in Times Square. It's all free. Uh, So you can come see that before you go to a matinee, before you go to an evening show. And we have some deals at some of our restaurants where you can get discounts if, if you, if you go to curtain up and then you go for, go to a restaurant. So all of that information is available at our website, tsq.org curtain up, and it'll pop right up. Beautiful. And how was things on, from a safety point of view in uh, the, the center of the world, Times Square? Times Square is safe. Uh, look, every place in New York City could be a little bit safer. There are some challenges that we face. Um, sometimes I'm not sure that we all agree that there are challenges to be to be fixed. And, and I know that Mayor Adams and, and Commissioner Caban and, and uh, Chief Madry, Chief Kemper, Chief Chell, who I know you've had his guests are working very hard and you know some of the challenges that i see when i talk to the elected officials i'm not so sure that there's agreement that there's a challenge that needs to be solved so i think that's that's one way that we can all all get together and just stand up and 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 we all know that that we can be a little bit safer and we're going to have the level of disorder on our streets that we accept so if we're not happy with what we see we need to contact our elected officials all right. Well, Tom, I want to thank you because I know what you, you know, what you do day in and day out to really make the city the best that it could be. And, you know, Times Square is Times Square. So um, thanks. Thanks for joining us on a Tuesday. And uh, I know it's going to be hot coming up. And I'm sure this concert oh, over this week, this weekend is going to be spectacular. So go get him, buddy. It's going to be great. Come on out. It's going to be a great weekend. We want to see everyone on, on, on Broadway between 45th and 48th. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. All right. Tom Harris, Times Square Tuesday. Um, folks, I just I just was browsing right before I came on the air, and I wanted to um, mention that uh, there was a big sentencing that was handed down today having to do with January 6th. Um, the ex-leader of the Proud Boys was sentenced to 22 years in prison from the January 6th sedition case. The prison term for Enrique Tadio 
was the most severe penalty handed down so far to any of the more than 1,100 people charged in connection with the Capitol attack. Um, They said he played a central role in organizing a gang of his pro-Trump followers to attack the Capitol on January 6, 2021, and stop the peaceful transfer of presidential power. Um, He was convicted in the spring on charges of seditious conspiracy, and uh, one of his co-defendants was sentenced um, to 18 years. That uh, sentence was last week, and... um, uh, someone else, I believe, got 18 years as well. But this guy, I guess, was the top of the, phone, the totem pole. His sentencing was uh, three hours, which is on the, definitely on the longer side of things. And um, it was the last sentence against the five members of the Proud Boys who were tra- charged on seditious conspiracy charges earlier this year. The three other men um, were each sentenced last week to between 10 and 17 years. So this judge, uh, you know, he could not have taken this any more seriously because this is uh, these are obviously huge sentences, right? In the state of New York, the biggest sentence is 25 to life. This guy got 22 years. Uh, so they made it very clear, or this judge made it very clear, that um, he wasn't taking this lightly. Explaining why he had imposed 22 years, Judge Timothy J. Kelly read aloud, the seditious conspiracy statute, noting that it was a serious offense um, and that Mr. Tario was, Tario was the ultimate leader of the conspiracy and had been motivated by revolutionary zeal. So, um, you know, the, well, this is definitely you know, one of the things that the judge has to take into consideration when handing down a sentence is... Um, general deterrence not just deterrence to that individual but the message it sends all out and boy did this send out a message all right folks we are going to take a break we'll be right back and we'll talk about a little bit of what we did this weekend I want to introduce you to a unique healthcare provider that may make your life easier called InfuCare RX. Under the watchful eye of my good friend, Devin Patel, founder and CEO, InfuCare RX is a leading nationwide specialty infusion pharmacy provider for patients with complex conditions. If you're currently in need of infusion services, whether IV or sub-Q infusions, InfuCare RX can offer a positive lifestyle change by providing these services in the comfort of your home rather than from a clinic or hospital. Patients of InfuCare RX have access to their full clinical team via phone and digital access 24-7, 365. Speak with your doctor and see if you're a candidate for the safe and convenient at-home infusion services of InfuCare RX. To review the services, please go to InfuCareRx.com. That's I-N-F-U-C-A-R-E-R-X.com. InfuCare RX, improving quality of life one patient at a time. Let's talk about the Sabah family and how great their place of business is. That is Bay Ridge Honda. They've been there for over 60 years. And Bay Ridge Honda is kicking off this fall season by saving you $1,500. Yep, $1,500 when you turn in your trade or lease and purchase your next car with Bay Ridge Honda. They've been your family-owned and operated dealer by the Sabah family for over 60 years. Your Honda dealer serving the five boroughs. 
Browse from over 200 new Honda vehicles and over 100 certified pre-owned vehicles backed by the Honda True Program at their 2022 President's Award winning dealership. And right now, get 0% APR financing and zero down payment on select new 2023 Honda models all month long. Plus, you're going to get $1,500 when you turn in your trade or lease when you purchase your next car with Bay Ridge Honda. And you know what? Even if you don't want to buy a car from them, they'll buy your car from you. Just go visit them on 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn at their beautiful dealership or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. That's BayRidgeHonda.com. These deals are available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. See dealer for detail. This sale ends September 30th, 2023. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970. The Answer. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb In the shape of an L on her forehead Little soft cell Well, the years start coming and they don't stop This ain't soft cell To the rules and I hit the ground running Didn't make sense Oh, you're right, I apologize Your brain gets smart but your head gets dumb Hold an audible is this someone else who died? Yes, it is, unfortunately. Yeah, this is the other dude who died. This is uh, Steve Harwell, who was the lead singer of Smash Mouth, who unfortunately passed away earlier this week. Well, last week. He's only 56. Acute liver failure. Well, I, you know, kind of have an idea of <laughs> what causes that. I mean, my, maybe I'm wrong. Well, it was but pretty it's... abrupt because it was announced that he was going into hospice care and then the next day, he was just dead. And he was young. Yeah, 56 is way young. Yeah, especially since that's how old I'll be on my next and birthday. If if you caught who I played before when we were leaving the segment, I played a little bit of Gary Wright, who we lost. He hit lost. the boards too, right? Yes, he did. He was 80. He had a uh, battle with Parkinson's and dementia for the past six years. And today would have been what? Freddie Mercury's birthday? Correct. Yes, he would have. From Queen. He would have been 77 today. Yeah, that, that show, I'm assuming you've seen Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Yes, movie? great movie. Great movie. It's really, 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 very well done. I mean, that one, that was that one. There's the Elvis movie. And there's the Ellen John movie. They all kind of came out within 24 months. Right. And that's definitely the best, if you, in my humble opinion. You want to chime in there? Same yeah. Thing? We haven't seen any of them. <laughs> I saw the, uh, I did see the Elton John and I did see Bohemian Rhapsody. I have not had a chance to see the Elvis one. Little I probably long. should. I'm Little sure long. It's very good. It's by a Pixar long. The guy, the guy who plays Elvis is spectacular. It's li- Austin Butler, I believe his name is. No, I have no clue what his name is. <laughs> but um, so they just came out. There's a magazine in New York called City and State. And those of us who are involved in the city and the state, we kind of, pay attention to it and um if i could brag um so when they came out with like the top the 100 top lawyers in the city of new york um somehow or another i wound up at number 26 but like the first 18 or 19 were all government lawyers the attorney general uh the corporation council uh, my friend brendan mcguire who's counsel to the mayor um but the, a new list just came out and it's a, an important list. It's the 2023 New York City New York City Labor Power 100. So these are the labors, the labor, the leaders of the most influential unions in the five boroughs. So I'm just going to rattle them off, just so you know who's got the power around here. 
because they do have a lot of power because they turn a lot of votes and it all comes down to votes. Henry Garrido is the executive director of DC 37. Um, George Grisham is 1199. Michael Mulgrew is the United Federation of Teachers. Rich Morocco is the Hotel and Gaming Trades Union. I would imagine what's going on in this state with gaming. He's got a lot of juice, and people must be kissing his butt six ways from Sunday. Gary LaBarbera, he's the president of the Building and Construction Trades Council of the Greater of Greater New York. He's been around in that position for a long time. Dennis Trainer, he is Communication Workers of America. Um, let's just see. Henry Nispoli, Harry Nispoli, that's Mikey Bovee's buddy. He's the president of the United, the Uniform Sanitation Association. Interesting. If you think of the fire department and the police department and the sanitation department, he's way up here, number eight. Now, I think that's got to do with Patrick Lynch having stepped down as the head of the NYPD PBA. President of the New York City Labor Council is Vincent Alvarez. He's number nine. And 32BJ. I forget what they do over the presidency. I forget what their um, what that union is. Engaged in the union's work to unionize fast food workers. Um, keeping the union engaged. I don't know. Worker, I don't know. It's got something to do with fast food workers. Pardon me for not knowing that. And number 11 is IGG's really good friend. John Samuelson, the international president of the transport unions, transport workers union. So the, I mean, there's a hundred names here. Um, 32 BJ, by the way, is building workers, like maintenance, custodial, janitorial, okay. Thank you very window much. cleaners. Number 16 is the uniform firefighters. And I'm trying to think where is, uh, I don't even see the NYPD guy in here because he's pretty, he's brand new. So, you know, you would think when you step into that job, just having the job, oh, he's 17. So they have 16 and 17 are the firefighters and the NY, the New York City Police Department's Benevolent Association. And you got Harry Nespoli all the way at number eight. That's probably got to do straight up with longevity. So that list is out and front and center. By the way, the private messages and stuff that I got was um, uh, Mr. Autumn did right. And, you know, I got the happy wife, happy life, and this, that, and the third. Um, you know, I um, I just, you know, I guess Marion and I, we kind of like have our separate domains. And the car domain is definitely my domain. Like she gets her car. Like that's, you know, she picks it, whatever she wants, whatever color, this, that, and the other thing. And the rest of the car stuff is, you know, it's, it's my gig. But there's, like, other things that's totally her. And I, I, oh, okay, this is the new water bottle or this is the new color of the basement walls or this is, you know, like we, we kind of have our zones that we stay in. You know what I'm saying, Sambolino? Yeah, I, I understand. But it, what was the color that would have been suitable to, to I don't know. Them. I don't know. A dark, I don't know, black, uh, like a navy blue, a dark gray. I mean, I don't know, dark green. I'm I'm not sure, but you know, I, whatever. I just, I don't know. My buddy, uh, my buddy, Mister Autumn. There sometimes I just scratch my head, <laughs> but maybe he's right. You know, listen, maybe he's right. He's been married for a long time, and you know, they they have marital bliss that they're floating around. And so, what do you know? What do I know? Um, so, uh, speaking of marital bliss. <laughs> This weekend, uh, from a weather point of view, was really, really great. Really great. And, um, you know, I will tell you that I am, um, I'm not typical um, when it comes to these, like, holiday weekends and, and how do you divide the division of time and labor and energy. Um, I just like 
having a lot of people together, bringing a lot of people together, and um, having music and food and drink. And I guess my dad, because Judge Daniel Adato didn't visit, <clears throat> he's 90, I think he just turned 98, and he lives very close by. He was a great judge when he was a judge a long time ago now. Um, he would be the older one. He'd be the only one older than my dad. My dad, uh, 85, he's he's the, the veteran of the crew, and he really is a veteran of the Army. And Ariana, my daughter, I believe, right? Was there anyone younger than Ariana there? Nope. Ariana takes the prize at 21 months for being the youngest person there. And both the oldest person, the 85-year-old father and the 21-month-old daughter, were both in the swimming pool. I'm not sure if they were there at the same time. But um, to me, to bring an 85-year-old who I have his blood in my veins and a 21-month-year-old, 20-month-year-old, 21-month-old, who she has her grandfather's blood and my blood in her veins and have them both in the same swimming pool. Um, At this point in my life, you know, I grew up, there was was one swimming pool. It was in Cave Hill (laughs) in, in Moody's, Connecticut. And I, we would go there maybe one full week a year, and that was that was the length of the swimming pool. Unless Pat Bertay brought us to um, Breezy Point to the swim club uh, uh, on a day or two during the summer. Otherwise, it was the sprinkler. It was either the sprinkler in the backyard, or if Mister Cook, the fireman who was in the neighborhood, took off their regular cap and put on the sprinkler cap. So to see how from my grandfather Artie Idala, who literally was swimming in raw sewage in the East River. And he told me he would go swimming. He goes, he'd come out where they'd be covered with with garbage, like oil stains and stuff like that. Uh, From that to uh, hopefully my dad did a little bit better here and there in the neighborhood in the the Bronx and Bureau Avenue and Pelham Bay. Uh, To my my upbringing in Bay Ridge and, and getting to go to Reese Park here and there. I guess my dad would go to Orchard Beach maybe with my grandfather. To now having a house with, we had two barbecues going. There was food. They gave birth to food. I made the Christmas Eve seafood sauce uh, for Labor Day. And all I can tell you is my buddy Cliff Masab said it was the best meal he had in 30 years. I think he said that out of earshot of his wife, Kathy. But it was great that uh, everyone was so happy. So we had a, uh, with the exception of that horrible news we got yesterday about my nephew Nicholas's friends, parents, perishing in that boat accident we were very very blessed and i count my blessings tuesday night which back to work we'll be back tomorrow and joni will be back see you tomorrow the arthur idala power hour is sponsored by idala bertuna and cammons pc Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.